Okay, we're recording. Oh, hi. Welcome to Martha Stewart's Living. I am the living. And, and I am the fitted sheet that you just can't fit right. And we are here. Martha, can you talk to us about fitted sheets, please? She's in jail. Remember when she casually went to jail and then bounced back and had her career still? Yeah, and then now she sells things with Snoop Dogg? You know, between her and Snoop Dogg, she's the only one that went to prison. Hard question. Has Snoop Dogg fucked Martha Stewart? Oh, I don't want to answer that. But yes. you know the answer. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Absolutely. If given the opportunity, oppor- that's the Spectrum guy that has been harassing my father for yeah, weeks. Yeah, a doorbell just belled if you didn't hear it, and it's Snoop Dogg. He comes by every day, even though he said we're good uh, for like another month because we're waiting for like all of our shows to be over so that we don't lose them. When we he really answer. wants that sale, that spectrum. I know, guy. but like that makes me so sad. Sales, like door to door sales, should be illegal. Like nothing is more rejection littered than being a door to door salesman. Can I ask you how often you receive spam calls? Every day. Okay. Like for my insurance. But like for... multiple times a day. No. It's like these really stupid ones. They're like asking for my information for taxes, and I'm like, I'm. <laughs> Stop calling me. You're obsessed. No, I get one random call a day. I got one from New York today. I get about four a day. Well, I block them, so they have to keep finding new numbers. Oh, see, I should do that. Okay, that's what I should (laughs) do. Did I just change your life? Yeah, that's something I should do. Yeah, you just tap on the number and then block. Except sometimes it doesn't say a number. It just says potential spam, and then that's nothing to block. A call? Yeah, like the instead of the number, the ID will say potential spam. Block that. Like, uh, but it's I don't all think a it's... number. Oh, you think That's it's still it registering calls. as a number? Yeah, if you find it, and you could put the number. Okay, I'll Ooh. I'll look into that. Can I also? Can we also briefly talk about how difficult it is to find a man purse? Oh, no, I've been shopping and shopping. <laughs> For a man purse situation, and every time I find one I like, it's $600, and I'm not that committed to a man purse. I just need, like, a messenger bag that I don't hate that carries my shit. I got my taxes back, in, like, in today. Oh, yeah. It dropped in that. Drop, drop, so, drop, drop into your account. I could get you a man purse that's $600. I, but no one should have a man purse that's $600. It should well, be $60 max. J-Lo could. Well, J-Lo could have a purse for every man. What? <laughs> what did you think of JLo's performance at the Super Bowl? I thought she was great in Hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought she was very energetic. Why I was no she... one talking about Shakira just essentially performed her performance that she did in Zootopia and was wearing the same outfit? Oh my God, how dare you, first of all. She Second was wearing all... the same outfit. Do you think it's stressful as a performer when sometimes your mic is hot and sometimes you're lip syncing? Dance the night away. Like, what if at a certain point you could just hear the music playing and then over the music you just heard JLo's lips saying, like, Japanese from the block. Like, I would be very stressed about that if I were in her shoes. No, that's they what know I have to say. That's what I have to say about the performance. Man, can they dance? And wow, the lip syncing. That's yeah. all I have to say. I was that I haven't seen that good of lip syncing since RuPaul's Drag Race. Mom, sorry nine. to put you on blast, but it is one of my favorite things in the world when you 
uh, disapprove of JLo's outfits. My mom <laughs> always thinks JLo is wearing too little. No. Um, and I mean, if I she's not body. wearing a lot. Yeah. Let's be real. But it's just, it's very enjoyable when I just look over and my mom's just like shaking her head. I just liked this whole thing after that that said like, guys stop thinking that you're supposed to look like j-lo she she literally came out and said that 20 hours of her day when she's not spending is spent looking like that like that's all her life is is trying to look like that and it's unrealistic for anyone who has a job or kids or a family that's her job but it's her job to look like that so don't pressure yourself to think you have to look like j-lo yeah it's her but i'm still gonna fucking do it I mean, everyone. I want to look like JLo by the end of this year or I will be b- dancing on the pole. Like one of the reasons why I'm really proud of her for making Hustlers is because I'm like, yes, you are working so hard to look like that. You need to capitalize and make a film. Have you ever tried to dance on a pole? You know, I don't think I've ever been confronted with a pole. When I was, it was when I lived in Florida and I was dating Adam, his, one of his friends crafted a pole. One of his friends, Crafton, which not is a the name. worst That's a brand name. of cheese. Crafton, you're a dick, first of all. That's a brand of cheese. He got his wife. This is the like most sexist thing oh, I've ever heard. No. He bought his wife a pole oh, so that no. she could like learn how to dance on a pole because he's a disgusting straight man. And I comically jumped on it and it fell and broke their TV. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted it to It pierced that the story. TV. And it was like, I was drunk, but I was also 20. And it was like, well, you shouldn't have given the minor alcohol then. And then he wouldn't have jumped on the and pole. And why do so you have a pole within vicinity of your TV? Because he's stupid. I don't know. Here's the thing. I think that it should be the woman's idea if she wants to pole dance. Because one of my favorite probably things. probably expressed an entrance. Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda both take pole classes as like exercise. And they always post it on Instagram. And it's really delightful to see them like learning moves and be just like. Oh. I like where they go and they're like walking. Oh, yeah, it looks like they're walking down the stairs or something. That takes a lot of arm strength. But um, but I think as a husband buying your wife, I don't know, maybe she really wanted a pole. But something about it makes me sad because I'm picturing it in a carpeted room. It was a carpeted apartment in, yeah. like, in like a dusty Jacksonville apartment. Unless you have like a room for your, like a workout room for your pole, it makes me sad. I also remember going to a Halloween party there, and I'm pretty sure that's when I was Michael Jackson the first time. I see. And I was there, and it was like my boyfriend, and then the guy, like the two people that lived there, and then like one other friend. And it was like advertised to be this like blowout of a Halloween party. Oh, what a nightmare. And we were there, and there was like no music. It what was really quiet. And these two like really cute girls came in thinking like they were about to come into oh. a rager. And I could just, I was just watching them be like, how do we get out of this? Wow. And then eventually one faked a call that she was like, having, she had to leave and they left. There is nothing sadder than a poorly attended Halloween party. It was so uncomfortable. When I was in college, I was in a similar situation where. Uh, my one of my roommate's boyfriends, who turned out to be a pedophile, mm, um, the one who is murdered, uh, uh, killed, murdered. Killed. Um, oh God, Trixie and Katya are my favorite. Uh, no, legitimately. So this was I was in college. I had two roommates. One of them, um, one of the most delightful girls ever, Zabubu. and she dated a man for like the whole time we lived together, who was really nice and charismatic, and like participated in her family theater business and all this stuff his birthday was around halloween and so he like put on a halloween birthday party 
and my roommate and current still one of my best friends Kayla and I we decided to go as a like a group costume and we were contestants from Legends of the Hidden Temple mm. and we like found shirts online and I like spray painted helmets and we like put our costumes together we drove all the way out to the East Bay we got there and there were like three people at this party he had decorated to the nines there were like multiple rooms yeah and there were very few people there and there like i saw i witnessed a very sad moment where like he was kind of in the corner of the room and he said to himself so this is who came cool and like he he was like wow this is it cool and i was like yeah Why sorry buddy but then he on a party knowing you haven't heard back from people being I like we'll know, be there man. kayla and i left very quickly oh and i would have immediately faked that i broke my whole body but then i don't feel bad for him at all because it turns out that he was uh cheating on my roommate with underage girls and is in fact a pedophile so he he can burn hell i think he served some time there's there's hope i think he served some time and it was really gross and so maybe that uh, maybe i don't feel bad for him at all most people sensed the pedophilia and didn't want to you know so your pedophilia barometer's off i should have known more although I'm going to have to caveat this immediately afterwards. He loved puppets. Ooh, that's a child molester thing. Which is upsetting. Although I have friends who are professional puppeteers. Well, uh, if it's a professional setting. And if that's you're doing just it for fun, cool. That's gross. Like Gwen and Ben have both done professional puppeteering work. That's great. That's um, fine. Uh, you can see Gwen on uh, uh, Kidding on Showtime doing some amazing <laughs> puppeteer work. Um, but no, something about him being like a college student who really liked puppets and hung out at the Ooh. dance studio a lot should have raised some flags for me. I. <sighs> what a bummer. Yeah. Well, that party, you... though, that was the real but You crime. know how I'm I sorry. feel <laughs> about when like, what? I just said still that party was the real crime. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know how I feel about when anyone dates somebody who's 18. No, I, I think it's creepy if you're dating oh, an 18-year-old yes. unless you're 18. Correct. Like, if you were 18, maybe 19. If you had just turned 19 but y'all were both 18 at the same time, it's fine. Absolutely. But if, if that's not the case, then what are you doing with them? They have not experienced being an adult yet. If you you can't be with somebody until they have experienced what being an adult especially like. in LA because, because you're going to be dating a child. Everyone in LA is stunted a little bit. Like most twenty five year olds are like eighteen year olds, and like they the way they think Maybe about the in world. In the amount of time that you've been gay, but not in like life experience yeah you've been around for if you if you are acting like an 18 year old and you're 25 what the fuck are you doing they're just have your eyes and ears and mouth been closed they're just on tiktok like drunk in really sad apartment buildings and that's their life and i'm that's anyone in particular you want to plenty <laughs> i've told you all the Gabe stories. had a type when we were both dating where if he was it was millennials that wanted to be instagram that was not a type that was an accident <laughs> no, that was something that happened i feel like to there me. were several of those remember <laughs> one you made lunch for and he wouldn't stop talking about his oh mom my god i made him lunch and sent him home i sent him to work or he, something i don't know you were his dad he kept talking about his mother and his college applications. <laughs> oh, God. And you were 30 at the time, so you are who I'm talking about. Uh, he wasn't 18. He just felt that way, and I'm immediately, like, p- 
packed him a lunch and sent him on his way. <laughs> I hate everything. All of mine are, this guy was obsessed with himself, and that those are all of mine. They were mm-hmm. all adult. They're all 30, which nothing's worse than a gay man who's 30. See, I think it's just a problem because I'm a, I'm a big fat dude with a beard, and I'm bald, and so I'm attracting all these people who have, like, daddy complex issues who, like... That was the same one who like. He's not talking about me. I have a wonderful relationship. No, with my yes, father. yes. Uh, the caveat, caveat. But that same one whose lunch I packed for, talked about how like the moment he realized he liked daddies, and I was like, "All right, have a good day." Is that son. our gay term of the week? <sighs> I guess it could be. So when a gay man turns twenty-four, he becomes a daddy, because if you are under the age of twenty-four and you're gay then you don't exist or you do you those are the only people that exist and as soon as you're like what 25 you're an old person you know what should the actual term should be that's why i'll never speak to somebody younger than me the real term of the week and it really disheartens me to share don't do it is zaddy don't with a z don't. now zaddy is a term in which very sad people who sexualize Older men or men who are just, only slightly older. Just 28. And uh, they think uh, that being older is attracted to them because, I don't know, psychological issues, etc., etc. And when they find them to be very attractive, the term is... <sighs> but that's, Zam, zaddy. But that's adding the lisp to daddy. Yes, it's, it's putting a gay, effeminate lisp... Uh, um, spin on the word mm-hmm. daddy and that basically queers it up in a way that uh, the queer culture can appropriate in ways that make me sad. Because if you were saying actual daddy... That could be your father. That could be your father. And they want to differentiate and be like, no, I don't want to have relations with my father. I want to have relations with someone don't who they? looks like my father and or I will therefore myself. call him Can zaddy. we talk about clone dating? Oh, clone dating is real. So it's this is real. my gay term of the week and if you okay. So when you see a gay a couple phenomenon. and they look like they could be brothers, they're not they're a couple. They're not they're a couple. They found each other because they want to be with themselves mm-hmm. because they are obsessed with themselves. And the only other person that could be as good as them is is their clone. And it is really upsetting to me. And this is for all gay men of all races, all genders, clone relationships. Stop dating your literal clone. clone. It is creepy. And it will never not be creepy. Like you are. It's like Nazis trying to keep the fucking DNA the same. Like make sure we have a good. (laughs) (laughs) If you date someone who looks like you, you you're a Nazi. Nazi. No, you are. It's just weird to me. There's such diversity in the world that it's like. It's interesting because I think there are many reasons why people do it. But none of them are by accident. No. It's not like no one ends up dating their clone by accident. There's something subconscious that's either like validating how they look or um, something to do with their ego. And they think they either think they're amazing or they think they're not amazing. It's either you have a big ego or you're insecure. People that don't think I they're think. amazing are in triads. Oh, let's not talk about that. I don't have the energy. <laughs> I don't have the capacity to do that. Want to have low self-esteem? Be in a triad. (sighs) Listen, and we've we had a whole episode that turned into like a an Oprah session that we (laughs) We never released, where we talked about polyamory because it's um, 
It's like it's a it's a it's a oh <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Is that offensive to use that term? It's a a relationship dynamic that we don't want to invalidate, but then we also have a hard time understanding, and um, it makes me. Long so pause. today I'm going to be covering. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. I am completely joking. You don't have low self-esteem if you're in a triad. Um, you you might... are if they both look exactly like you. you. Might, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there might be lots of reasons why you date your clone, but none of them are because of good reasons. No, they're never positive. It's never like he has such a good personality. He girl, he got your personality. He's you. They created you. And we're generalizing, but like in what situation would that just be an accident that happens? Like it's not like you accidentally date someone who looks exactly like you. Can we for the out the art for this episode have like a big like a big collage of all the clone couples that we have seen on social media together and tag them? No. (laughs) I really want to start some drama. Yeah, you want to get in a fight with people. I don't know. I I I might be I might be getting off of Twitter in general because just people just frustrate yourself. me so Which, much. Which it's interesting because I think there's a certain amount of shared whatever when you're together. Like when we were together, um We ate a lot of that microwavable macaroni and cheese. We did, we ate a lot of mac and cheese. But there's certain like we had similar taste in clothes, so sometimes we would like dress and be wearing very similar things. So like, but that was certain, the only way we could there was sort a certain of look like amount each other. of that that yeah. happens naturally, yeah. and like maybe you guys end up get, deciding to get the same haircut, and maybe we're not talking maybe about it that. happens over time. For no, some of them. all couples take on each other's things, like but their laughs that, or certain jokes. Sure, that's normal. Do you think that's just no? I don't think that's the same. Okay, when you start out as the same person there is no way to learn the other person you're already them i don't so that and that and when i'm talking visually i don't care if you guys have the same sense of that's stupid that's not even one time i'm talking about clone couples that are brothers that are if you guys like if you haven't noticed this or experienced this just do yourself a favor pour yourself a glass of wine and just google like couples who look like twins and there are so many it's it's most of them we're not talking about people who have like the same color hair we're talking about people who look like twins. and they like are always at the gym together and not nothing against going to the gym but there's a thing about it that's like glorifying perfection while also being really judgmental towards everybody else oh yeah gym culture is a whole thing well and but that's why those go hand in hand yeah like clone dating and and well except for like bears that all look like each other they're not going to the sorry i've never understood i've seen i've seen this uh, this isn't just for gay couples i've seen at the gym all kinds of couples working out together and it always hurts me so much because it's like whoever i get married to will never go it's to the just gym one me. of them looking for approval from the other and like they aren't See? even actually working Look, out that much i'm doing it to 25 too. and i don't care how much i love you no i don't want to work out with you my husband will never go to the no gym i go to the gym to be alone my husband will never see me exercising <laughs> For the rest of my life. Get away from me. And I'm talking about my life. Even if it's a home gym, get out of here. Don't you... I will have the gates barred. That door is locked. Chained. You will never see me. The electrified fence is on. People are like, but you should be your true self. Okay, going to the gym is not my true self. Going to the gym is shocking. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Brandon, my roommate Brandon, uh, has been going to the gym right by our place. And he says that he keeps... 
seeing this guy in the sauna who is not in gym clothes. Straight people don't go to the sauna. Fully dressed. Why is he going in the sauna? No, this isn't a gay sauna situation. Like, gays no, would not go in the sauna. straight men don't go into a sauna. No, it's a thing. No. Yeah. No. Straight guys do go into sauna. Mm. When they're trying to lose okay, a bunch... Okay, I'm going to do a poll on Instagram that's do straight men go into saunas, and we're going to see what happens. You think only gays and women go into saunas? I think only gay men go into saunas. You're going to sit in a room being hot as hell, half naked with yeah. a bunch of men? That's the gayest shit I've ever heard. Oh, it's super gay. And I gay. saw Moulin Rouge. It's super... <laughs> It's super gay, but straight guy. This is why people do it because it loses water weight and they think it cuts their muscles more. So they go sit in the sauna because they think it makes them hotter and skinnier. Or you could just like drive around in Florida for five minutes. Sure. But I'm saying, like, uh, plenty of people go in the sauna. I don't go in there because I don't want to sweat around somebody. Uh, no, thank you. But some people use the sauna. Brandon uses the sauna. Kayla uses the sauna. I don't know a bunch of people use the sauna. Mm. But <laughs> I'm saying that I'm Brandon <laughs> has used the sauna and multiple times has seen the same man. In his complete street clothes, like tennis shoes, like Ew. like he came in off the street <laughs> and is taking a nap in the sauna. That's homeless. And then just like gets up and leaves. But he, no, he didn't say that he is homeless. And it just like looks like someone who just like stopped in and didn't change and is in the sauna in all their clothes. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Gyms are dangerous. And I watched all of Trump's <laughs> State of the Union addresses. Anyway, um, if you guys know of any good online shopping destinations for man bags, please send them my way. I'm looking for... We have another 20 minutes that we can talk about. Something. Yeah, I need to... For 25 minutes, I'm going to talk about American man dirt. American man bags. Ooh, um, no, I don't know. I feel like I talk a lot of shit about dating because men are terrible. So deal with it. Yeah. And I'm going... I'm so happy right now. To not be dating? <laughs> to not be dating. So, like, there used to be this thing of, like, oh, I wake up and there's no text from anybody. I don't want anybody mess, like, bothering me. Yeah. Don't ask, don't fucking ask me how my morning is. You know how it is. I'm great. And listen, in my world, a text means, like, something's happening at work. So, it's stressful if I have a text <laughs> in the morning. But it took me a much longer time than you, which I would have saved myself so much hardship in the last two years. If I had just done what you did, which was just date 18 year olds who are obsessed with their mom. And then get so uncomfortable that you shut it all down completely. And well, it just took me several heartbreaks to get to that point yeah. when I realized like n everyone's taking advantage of me. No one's ever going to love me the correct way. That's healthy for everybody involved. Mm. The two of us just two, <laughs> Or at least... <laughs> seeking that out will not necessarily yield that result i do think that if you had had an instance <laughs> where you found yourself making homemade pasta for what was essentially a man child as he spoke about his mother helping him fill out college applications you would have gotten there real did quick. you help him with his college applications no i did not i fed him <laughs> I, I did like my, my duty my mom who said like I hate that you like that Tinder is the way that you yeah. guys have to meet people. And we're like, we do do. Yeah. We absolutely hate it. If I never went on another dating app again, I would be happy. None of but us it's like, like it. also don't want to die alone, like low key. But right now I'm really happy being alone. And look, I, uh, it can work. We know people that it works for. It, it's the, just the, the clone couples. That's how they the, met. They said, yeah. oh, my God, it's me. Looking and for they swiped right. Me. Looking for myself, you have to be me and me. But other than that, you I'll know. still always remember. I have OK Cupid in my mind is set apart as like this. 
because I don't think it works anymore. I don't think it's still the same thing. Can I think it stays good. Just Tinder. I don't like think match. so. But before we dated, Christian I was on OkCupid okay for a minute, and I matched with um, a young adult author whose book I was reading at the time. And like the next week, I went to an event, and he like happened to be on the panel. And uh, he, I thought he was really cute. And the fact that he was like there on the panel, I was like, it's meant to be. He will that be my he cute. will be my husband. And then just like we never he never responded to me ever. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to every gay man in dating apps four times a week mm-hmm. of like, this is the one. This is and the one. And then they never respond. And that's why, like, right now, everyone's just playing too much. There's too many games. I and still, I don't play games. I, I still buy his books. Stop it. He can't be that good. He was nominated for the National Book Award. Oh, can I tell you another story that's really sad? Yeah, always. We don't have to. No, I want to, and then we'll start. All right. Years ago, uh, I don't even want to say, like, the situation which I knew this person, but in the middle of college years, blah, 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 there's a guy who was, like, in my circle of friends that I wasn't particularly friends with, but he was, like, in the circle, and I always thought he was kind of stuck up and arrogant, and um you basically fast forward to me at Barnes and Noble on Monday and there is a <laughs> like a very large poster backed display of his book that just got published. And first of all, I did not know he was a writer. I thought he was an annoying journaler who just like wrote notes as he stared I mean, at the that's mountains. What writers are but it really bummed me out and it shouldn't bum me out because he was a nice person and maybe a good writer and deserves things. But for some reason, seeing that made me so sad because I was just like, if that fucker could write a book, what am I doing? Do we think it was his privilege? A bit because he, his his um, white straight privilege. Ooh, so many people are going to immediately know who I'm talking about. Immediately. Say his name. Brit, Jenna, don't come for me. Say his name. They know his name. Who is it? They know his name. I'll find him on barnesandnoble.com right now. But his dad was, was a writer. What's his name? Tell me. I'll tell you after. Just sign it to me. His dad was a writer and he basically wrote an updated version of his dad's memoir, like from his perspective, doing something similar to what his dad did. Hmm. So yeah, like getting it read was probably not hard for him. Oh, so many people are going to roast me for this. But also, he sounds awful, so... I mean, he wasn't. He just was... <sighs> it's hard to describe. No one can dislike me, wait, you more than they dislike me. So anything you say is like, oh, but we still hate Colton, so... <sighs> what? No, like, you could say something offensive about somebody and they'll still, people will still be like, well, it's not as bad as what Colton says. I don't even think I've said anything offensive. I just think it's not a good look for me to see that he's published a book and for my response to be, (sighs) ugh. Well, and also the day before, some guy from my first acting class just published something on, like, he posted on Instagram that he published something with McSweeney's which is like one of the top magazines to publish in. And so after that, I was like, that idiot? Oh, everyone's going to know who that is too. Fuck me. Let's get into the story. (laughs) In in which Gabe is scalped and everybody knows how fake he is. Gabe comes across on this podcast like one person and I know the real Gabe. Oh my God, I will scalp. And that's why I give Gabe such a hard time. Like everyone's like, do you, does Gabe ever roast you back? Like my dad just asked that. Of like, you really roast Gabe? And I'm like, 
He is such a bitch. Oh, like, I'm a huge bitch. Gabe is like the worst person I've Listen, ever met. I'm a and Leo. So mean. I am a Leo Scorpio rising. I he, will so scalp you. So he is obsessed you. with himself. He and is judgmental. I don't like you. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> that means like that you. I love myself and not. He you. will <laughs> say directly to your face, "It's so nice to see you." And as soon as you are out of earshot, he will say, "I fucking hate that person." It's so you. nice to see you. It is not nice to see them. And he'll Listen. say like, "She got fat," like kind of things. And I'm like, "You're I, so rude." I have never once said that a woman has gotten fat. <laughs> I've said Gabe it about does, men. Gabe has said the N-word. I've which said is it about men. Not that. No. <laughs> I have said that about men. I've never said it about women. You've said about a man that he's gotten fat. Yeah. yeah. This guy that I went to high school with, I'm like, ooh, you're fat like me now, bitch. What, what, what's good now? <laughs> Gabe is showing himself in his Sorry, I don't know why I'm feeling so salty. Just seeing that man's book, like, oh, and, the, and of course I picked it up and started reading it and immediately was like... And I could not be less objective, but immediately was like, "This is garbage." When when you publish I'm such a fucking asshole. when you publish a novel, are you afraid of like those people being like, "Ugh, did you see Gabe Thibodeau published a novel?" Ooh, I would love it. Oh, I would love it. Ooh, that would feed me. Even though you've been like writing stories since you were a child oh, and went to school me. for it, I want to publish a, a book and everyone to be pissed about it. That would like feed my soul. The only reason that I entertain you whenever you are being like super about yourself when it is because I know you are good. And it's like, okay, I'll. It's like, okay, of everything in my life, the one thing I'm confident about is my writing ability. So mm-hmm. I, it's just that I haven't. It's me, all of this is me being mad at myself for not fucking finishing projects because I'm too busy doing work for my dumbass day job I don't care about. Sarah, don't put me on blast. Don't tell Kelly I said that. Right on, your, oh, right on glass door without my whole. Gone. I'm burning my whole life down with this episode. I know, episode. I'm about it. I'm, for the to... first, uh, last episode, I shot myself in the foot over race. And now this one, you're <laughs> ruining every relationship you have. I'm just slandering have. everyone I've ever known and worked with. See, but I no, don't understand here, why no, look, you look, won't... Wait, wait. Here's, Talk about your dating experiences, even though those men, it means nothing. What do you mean? I, we anytime, just talked about some. No, but like I know it's the first time I ever have, and you didn't edit it out or cut it down, being like he might hear that. Who gives a shit? No, it's only because I called out a dude's name by name and said he's a dick. <laughs> it's only because that one guy is like a social media guy, and I, the chances are very and high. That means he's a dick. <laughs> we left it in. Which thing? Which well, thing we are did. we talking about? Specifically, the colorful beard. Yeah, that there's literally one man in all of Los Angeles <laughs> that has a rainbow beard. And if you have a rainbow beard, you have to be willing to accept that people are going to talk shit about you. And I wasn't even talking shit. I was. Talking I had shit. blue hair for a spell, and I'm very much aware that everyone was like, "What's Colton doing?" God, okay. guys, I was depressed. <laughs> I was going through. A in time. my defense. But is this just because he's my friend and I actually like him? I'm so fake. I was going to say that in my defense, my friend Tyler is killing it in the writing scene right now and that makes me so happy but i don't know i need to talk to jenna i'll call jenna after this and see if i'm an asshole for thinking that because she either she either felt the exact same thing or the exact opposite thing it's jenna she she was happy for him can we start i'm digging a hole (laughs) yeah dig a hole into your theat wait historical breakup situation today lord i Okay, I'm just going to power through. Yeah, I said those things. I am an asshole, but it's fun. It's fine. Okay, well, today, pivoting away from me burning down my life, um, I decided because we heard from people after the holidays when we asked for feedback that uh, people enjoyed and wanted to hear more historical breakup stories. From Gabe. 
for me because I initially, when I started doing them, I wasn't sure if people would like them. And then we heard that people actually do, which makes me happy because I'm a big nerd and I love this stuff. So I, in the past, I've covered Abe Lincoln and Mary Owens. I've covered oh, uh, Marie Antoinette Richard. and Louis. I've covered... Um, Mary Owens. What? Mary Owens. Yeah. You said Owen. I was going to correct you. Oh, Owen, you Owens, Richards, Richard Richards. Oh my God, Mary Owens. Um, but yeah, so I've done some historical ones. And today I'm going to tell you about the story of two people I had never heard of in my whole life. Oh my God. And most people probably have it, but they are famous in history specifically because of the way they divorced. Mm. So their breakup is the reason why people even know their names they at all. They break up, you say? So I'm going to be telling you... The breakup story of a woman named Wilmot Burry and her husband, John Burry. Her name's Wilmot. Okay. Crazy. The she year was a witch. is 1561. <laughs> oh my God. What's it like to be alive in the 1500s? I'm so us? glad you asked. Can you tell us? Because you were there. Because you're old. I was just a wee lad Keeps in 1561. three years older than me. So I'm going to share some facts about the 1500s to start. Most people got married in June because they took their yearly bath in May and still smelled pretty good. <laughs> so that's a thing. Uh, Why do you have to come for me like they that? They were still starting. They would still. They would like start to smell, but they didn't smell really bad. But they still carried bouquets to like hide the smell. Is that why we carry bouquets? That might be why we carry bouquets. And basically. In order to take a bath, everyone would share the same bath water, and it would be a hierarchy of the man of the house takes the first bath with the clean water, then all the other sons and men, then the women and the children, and finally the babies. Ew, that's why all your babies were dying. By the time the babies were bathed, the water would be brown and dirty and murky, and that's where the phrase, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater came from. Because you couldn't see the baby in the water because it was so dirty. So, okay. The and everyone's shocked that the Black Plague happened? I mean. A third of Europe. Because I of wrote this down, shit. I absolutely hate this. This makes me very upset. I'm I take mad two showers this a day. is a correct fact. Fact number two. Except you would have been first in the hypothetical. I would have been, yeah. So with would your you. family, because we would both have families. Yeah. Or we would have been burned in the state. Or if we were kids, we would have gone after our dads. Which, my dad's pretty clean. So. Number two, houses had thatched roofs, thatched. and so it was basically a bunch of straw piled high, and there was no wood underneath, and so that was the main place where animals would go to get warm. So, uh, basically, like, all the cats and dogs and, like, mice and bugs and stuff would live in the roof. And when it was raining, sometimes the animals would, like, jump down from the roof because it was wet. And that's where the phrase, it's raining cats and dogs, comes from. Oh, my God. This one story alone is where we get so many phrases from. I wrote, again, this seems wild to me. But there you go. I mean, I guess there's an origin story to everything. Um, apparently because the roofs were so faulty, that's where, why they, people had canopy beds. Cause it was like an extra layer over the bed. Um, 
be, to cook, basically in the kitchen, there would be a big kettle that hung over the fire. And every day you'd light the fire in the morning and the pot would get warm. And throughout the day, you would like throw in your vegetables and maybe some meat if you like happen to have some, but meat was hard to come by. And then you'd eat the stew for dinner. And then the leftovers would stay in the pot and get cold overnight. And then the next day you would reheat and start all over again. So the stew was basically like a bunch of recycled food from however long back. It was just like recycling. And that's where the rhyme peas porridge hot, peas porridge cold, peas porridge in the pot nine days old comes from. I've never heard that in my life. Now, the next fact is that like meat was really hard to come by. Do you think if any of them had eaten a Taki, it would have killed them? Oh, yeah. I think instantly they would have been so sick. Or like a spicy Dorito. Yeah. Just they would have like, died. Just instant illness. Um, so meat was hard to come by. It was like precious. It was way more expensive than vegetables and stuff. So when um, visitors would come over, they would like hang up any pork or whatever they had over the fire to like show that they had money or that they had some meat. And this is where the phrase like bringing home the bacon came from. And when visitors would be over, they would like take some of the fat from the the pork and like chew it as like almost like tobacco or chewing gum and that's where the phrase chew the fat came from is that what this whole story is so this is the point where <laughs> i how many more are these? this is the point where i stopped believing everything that i was reading this is all fake and i started fact checking wait what was the phrase that the chewing... chewing the fat see i've never heard that oh you haven't it's like to i've have, heard baby bath wine to have a conversation means to like like shoot the shit chew the fat it's like the kind of the same <laughs> chew idea the fat. Um, I don't want to. But yeah, so I stopped believing. I found this information from multiple sources and sites. I wouldn't have survived this. I stopped believing and started doing more researching, and I found out that none of this, in fact, is true. So everything I've just said is completely false. (laughs) One hundred percent incorrect. It's been six minutes of this, and I purposely kept this in so that you would have to go on the same journey that I did because I was horrified and then relieved. Why did you ruin but, this world for me? But basically, this this was part of like a thirteen point list. I only read the first couple, and it circulated as an email chain in nineteen ninety nine, and it is exactly the chain type email that my grandmother would still send to this day. And it is just completely uh, false and fake. It was just like it's about Trump. Someone now. made it all up and started sending it out, and now that same thing's happening. But you're exactly right. It's now about Trump. Sorry, Dottie Mashadi. <sighs> so don't support him. We're off to a great start. We have learned nothing about the 1500 so far. So after this, I went straight to Britannica and they the Smithsonian. The and now I have some actual information about the 1500s. So I'm okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so none of that was true. Were you, was that like a filler so that you, your story took longer? Or you just no. really were trying to make me experience this? No, I was just so mad because I wrote out this whole list. You were like so happy. And then as I was getting more into it, I was like, this is wild. This is so gross. I can't wait to talk about this. Did you find the real origins for those things? Because I believed you. Especially oh, throwing no. the baby out with a bath. I did not find the real. Or- no, because this list was so long. It would take me forever. I, I, this isn't filler. This is, I wanted you to suffer like I suffered. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, is this you getting back at me for doing Tiger and Elon? Yes. No. Thank you. <laughs> but I have actual information about the 1500s now. This is fact-checked. It's true. I promise. More than one bath a year. 
so you already mentioned the plague. We're in the 1500s, which is the plague is it's at the tail end of the plague. The plague is still happening. The rat tail. Of We're the at the plague. rat tail end of the bubonic yes. plague. People are still getting sick. It's still an issue, but it's like the the rat tail end, which means that suddenly population is booming. So like yes, your babies tons, are living. Tons of people died. Now people are living. A third of Europe died. Now people are living, and it's a whole new world. So basically, that meant that there were way more people living in the city, like urban areas in mm. Europe. Those weird houses built on so close to each other, oh, and they just all like stacked down up. People living on top of each other, mm. and um, dirty water everywhere. Because of this. It was hard to get the amount of food that they needed to feed all those people in the city areas, which basically meant that there ended up being a lot more work for people because like more food needed to be mm. grown because more people were alive to eat it. More food <laughs> needed to be like transported. Damn, because... I can't grow enough crops for the living people now. <laughs> we got to work harder. The funeral business was booming. But then, yes, during Before, the plague, funeral business. Anymore. Now it's the agricultural Carpenters business. Carpenters couldn't build those casks fast enough. And because people were living in the city areas, there were all these jobs for like transporting the food. So basically, like things are growing. Can I sidebar for a second? For, the scene in Balto away. where they are building a little casket in for what? that little Balto, the animated voiced by mm, Kevin Bacon. I don't recall the the wolf that gets the medicine for Alaska. In in the movie, there's this little girl who gets sick and needs the antidote, Does and they die? build a little casket for her, and it's smaller than all the other ones. I was too young for that. <gasps> they built a casket for a little she girl. She lived. Animated. Oh, thank she God. lived. Thank God. Spoiler alert. Anyways, oh, back to you. Oh dear, that's very that's very good to hear. Um, but basically, uh, less little caskets, more uh, little, little children at the table eating little dinner. children. So because of this, there was a lot more work. Um, and this was also a time called proto-industrialization, which is basically up. not the industrialization era, but it's where there started to be new inventions and new so ways proto of working. So proto was like prototype, like we're yeah. testing this. Yeah, like kind of early days. Gross. So if words. you if you couldn't find work working in agriculture because the crops were turning over or whatever, there would be more work for people like making cloth and dyeing cloth. and what, Like there were more tools and methods so of helping people, yes. mainly around like clothing cloth. and clothing, cloth. weaving and... That's mainly what I read about. General so basically, system. this means that at this time, people were doing a little bit better because there was more work available, so they weren't struggling quite as much. However, it was still very much a class-based society. So there were the peasants and the serfs, mm-hmm. and then there were the lords and the ladies above them mm-hmm. who worked for them. And serfs weren't quite slaves because you could own property, but you had to work under a certain lord's jurisdiction or whatever. How is that not just employment now? Because there were restrictions around it. Oh, okay. Well, there so, still are. I can't be on my phone. Well, yeah. I mean, you could make that argument for sure. So I'm a surf. So we're all peasants. So at Starbucks, I was a surf. We're basically all peasants. This is basically the formalized version of what Trump would like to have into our country. Yes, to all um, other people that aren't. But here. there is more opportunity because things are turning over from the plague. At the same time, so women started to be viewed as valuable workers because of all this, like, seamstress and cloth-based work. Great. And, like, there's more Finally, jobs to their do. Moment. But they still didn't have any, really, autonomy or economic opportunity because as soon as you're married, you're your husband's property. Thanks, um, religion. The one thing that's interesting is that the age of marriage started to shift at this time, too. So before the 1500s, as soon as a girl hit puberty, she was married off to a man who was probably in his mid to late 20s. Oh, God, your roommate's boyfriend would love that. Right. 
from my before. My roommate's boyfriend? That in college. My current roommate? Your roommate. Oh my god, sorry. From I did the not. Story that you You're told. absolutely correct. My San Francisco roommate's boyfriend, who is a pedophile, would have loved that scenario. Because yes. it's literally like 12 and 13 year old girls being married to like 28 year old men. During this time, that started to change because... So a season of The Bachelor. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly the current season of Got The Bachelor. You. But basically, because there was more work for the women to do at home, p- like parents would keep them at home longer to help them with work so they would grow older and then get married off. Um, this was also, you mentioned this earlier as a joke, but this was also a time of lots of witch hunting. Because there was lots of reformation happening in different sects of the church and different religions, there was all this attention around, like, witches being extra bad, so they started hunting witches like crazy. So if you had a shaggy haircut and big robes and you like to live in the forest, you better run, girl, because they're going to hunt you. So that's the 1500s. That's real information. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You've learned everything you need that's to know. All, the historians are stupid. Why do you do that? This so is all now, you know. let's meet our lovebirds. Wilmot Burry of Devonshire. I think it's actually just Devon, but people say Devonshire because it sounds fancy. I don't know. Uh, And John Burry of Devonshire. I think it's just Devon. No, there isn't a ton about their early lives because this was the 1500s and there wasn't like Twitter back then. Um, So I don't know much about these people. I'm so very sorry. Um, But I like to think, in my mind, Wilmot Devon is like a young Olivia Coleman. Mm. very english very brunette um you know like (laughs) very brunette a lower lip that just loves to quiver she's like confused a lot like that's what i'm picturing for wilma yeah she yells a lot yeah lots of like snippy yelling Ah! for john i'm picturing a british john c Riley for some reason like he's well-meaning but kind of like dopey and boring and like always looks confused even when he's doing something yeah, he knows like how to Chicago. do. Exactly. John C. Riley from Chicago is kind of how I'm but picturing British. it. So Olivia Coleman and John C. Riley are married. Great. It was an arranged marriage because that's how things happened. And another fun fact uh, they wouldn't have gotten like new clothes, but they would have worn their nicest clothes. For the wedding. Um, And this is another fact that tiered wedding cakes that we use today as part of our tradition might have come from this time because it was a tradition to bring small cakes as a gift to the like bride and groom. And sometimes they would stack the cakes up. And um, that's kind of that's kind of like I love that origin. That's like an actual true thing. That was better than the entire Um, Captain America. I I actually wrote, but I was told nothing but lies earlier. So who the hell knows if that's true? But this was from Britannica. That that sounds out in my head. So they were married not too long after the wedding, though. Wilmot slash Olivia Coleman is not very pleased because she's a woman of needs Hmm. and her loins were a quiver. So you're telling me a man was disappointing for 500 years ago too? It's, it's something that is true to this day. Men have always been disappointing. But listen, that's insane. Listen specifically to why she was not getting dick down. This was her complaint. She had needs, and homeboy could not get it up. This was her reason for wanting to divorce him. So I'm, They're going to burn her. I'm going to let that sink in. But here's the funny thing, is that the marriage laws had shifted a little bit. It was still very, very difficult for a woman to get a divorce of any kind. 
But if a husband could not consummate the marriage because one of their duties as a husband is to give children and like continue the bloodline or whatever, if they couldn't consummate the marriage, that was like one of the very few things that the court would deem as a reasonable reason to get divorced. So she went to court and said, my husband cannot fuck me. And that's a problem for me. So I'm outie. That's how this all started. Now, me no likey, she ex-wifey. Me, me no likey, ex-wifey. So, um, basically, in order for this to move forward, so it, there were plenty of women who maybe experienced this issue, but never brought it up because as part of the process, as um, commanded by court, is that you had to prove this fact, which meant that in, in this process, after going to court... Wilmot slash Olivia Coleman had to be examined by midwives to prove that she was a virgin. So if you think of medieval 1500s times, a vaginal examination, it's not a pleasant situation. I don't like thinking about vaginal I'm sure you don't, but think about it back then with just like iron claw tools. Vaginal investigation. So basically, she had her vagina examined by midwives, and they told the court that she was indeed a virgin. Then her husband, John, also had to be examined by physicians. You can't tell if a guy's a virgin. Well, no, that wasn't what the examination was. Oh, it's if. Oh. No. So basically, a physician examined Mr. Burry, and the physician concluded and shared to the court that when John was a boy, he was kicked by a horse, and it left him incapable of sex. And the quote in this article I read that, again, was, like, from the Smithsonian Magazine, the physician testified that he had just one testicle about the size of a tiny bean. (laughs) (laughs) And he shared that at court. In court. I'm not laughing at, like, Um, not having testicles, but, like... And basically confirmed that the poor guy couldn't get it up. Sorry, John. So, quickly, mad respect for Wilmot for being like, homeboy isn't fulfilling my needs. I want out of this. I have needs and I'm not happy. I want Yes, I'm going to take you to court and make you publicly state that you're impotent and I'm going to get out of this. That's like a bold move for a woman in the 1500s. This was a landmark case for the English law because though it was... A reasonable reason for divorce it hadn't actually happened before so the marriage was dissolved they granted her the annulment and it was like the first instance of this happening so wilmot went on to remarry john was legally disbarred from ever marrying again <laughs> because apparently if you couldn't get it up you don't get a wife no if you can't procreate yeah you if you can't consummate then like a woman shouldn't have to hitch your wagon to your horse or however the fuck you want to say that so he was told to never marry again so i have more information but i'm gonna pause right now and ask you did olivia coleman and john c Riley stay friends after this hearing no if i had to to publicly tell a court about my (laughs) tiny bean ball (laughs) i would not ever see that woman again You are correct. (laughs) They did not stay friends. And here in part is why. There's more than one After the annulment, 
John broke the rules and did marry again, even though he was legally not supposed to. How do you do it if you and if it's recognized by the court? So it they they just like had the ceremony Whoopsie. and got married with <laughs> yeah. who, like whoever locally was she ordained or whatever. Not care about... But the big twist is that he had a son with this new woman. With his bean testicle, he had a son. He squeezed one little out there, squeezed it out. So. They did not stay friends. More so than that, in 1599, John has passed at this point. There was a man uh, by the last name Weber, Mr. Weber, who would have been entitled to inherit all of John's property and belongings had he not had a son. So Mr. Weber goes to the court and says, that can't be his son. Because it was proved in court that he couldn't have a son, so I deserve all his stuff, not his kid. Give me his stuff, don't give it to his kid. Ballsy. So, and he <laughs> suggests, oh my god. <laughs> Very ballsy. Mr. Weber suggested that this second wife must have found some lover or some man to knock her up, and that that is the oh. reason why they had a son. Interesting. However, Interesting this concept. was not a helpful argument in court. Because according to the law back then, no matter how a woman gave birth to a child, as soon as she marries a man, it's those sperm. children belong to the man. So even if it was someone else's sperm that inseminated her, as soon as they got married, everything belongs to John. Wait, so we don't actually know our anyone's true real origin because you could just be le- married someone's Yeah, it father. could be like stepchildren situations that we just don't know about so because according to the law. great, 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 whatever. Maybe in some instances, sure. Interesting. So because this wasn't a good argument, um, they then argued that because John couldn't consummate the first marriage... Um, but and they were divorced. So the first divorce happened because he was unable to consummate. The fact that now he was able to consummate means that the annulment from the first marriage was void. So in fact, he and Wilmot were never actually divorced under the eyes of the law because the reason they gave for the divorce was fake and false. So in fact, the whole time, Wilmot and John were still married. And for that reason then the son shouldn't get the property Mr. Weber should. And the court basically said, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But because you never challenged this while he was alive, it doesn't hold. So the dispute was thrown out. The son ended up inheriting everything from John. But the only reason is because Mr. Weber didn't bring this up while John was alive. They basically were like, yeah, you're right. The... The fact that he couldn't procreate was false. So really, he he was married to the first wife this whole time, but you should have brought it up before he died. So you're telling me our culture is built on legality <laughs> that's not great? After this happened, they changed the law to officially state what I just said. So if two people are together and the husband can't consummate and they're divorced... But then later, it turns out he can, in fact, consummate. The divorce would be considered thrown out, and they would have to still be married officially. So that, like, officially changed the law in Europe. And that's why these people are known and their relationship is known, is because this whole story was, like, recorded 
so that they would know if this ever happens again, as soon as homeboy can actually get it up, just kidding, you're still married to the first wife. But but then that means his second marriage wasn't real. Correct. So then that kid could not have been his child because correct. he was never married to That's him. That's what Mr. Weber said. Yeah. But they said you should have brought it up. Sorry, I'm, ca- I'm like catching up. This yeah, yeah. is nonsense. No, you're exactly <laughs> right. The only, So the court agreed with Mr. Weber. They just didn't give it to him on the technicality that he wasn't alive well, I'd be to pissed hear this. if I was him. So, but Wilmot went on to remarry. John, like, remarried and somehow had a kid. So, like, essentially they went on and lived their lives. But then we don't know if it was really his kid. We don't know. But the only reason why we have them in the history books is because it was the first instance of this type of annulment and separation happening. That is wild. And that is the story of Wilmot and John Burry. (laughs) Do you have pictures of them? No, (laughs) I have nothing. What are you going to picture? I don't know. A doodle? I don't know. Can you please just draw a, a one, bean? one bean? I'll I'll do testicle. a bean. I'll do um, Olivia Coleman in a bean. <laughs> um, welcome back. It's time for me to. I'm also doing a historical one. Are you really? Yeah. So oh, I'm going to take us that. back to 2005. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I have as as equally as an important historical figure. Vanessa Hudgens. Oh my She's God. back from the grave. Well, who else has she been dating? So I today will be doing the story of her turbulent romance with Austin Butler. Whom? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of dinosaurs. So let's t- rewind it back. We all know V-Dog Hudgens. Uh, give us a refresher. V-Dog Hudgens... Also known as Nosy Nancy, because she's so nostrally. <laughs> oh! She was in High School Musical mm-hmm. with Zach the Snack Efron. <laughs> this is all written. <laughs> Zach Efron, we covered her. I actually can tell you exactly when I covered her. Um, oh, we've covered her multiple times. That's right, because she was in the Christmas movie I did. I sure did. Right. I will never forgive her for that. Um, where are you? And episode 17 with Matchmaker Mary is when I first covered Vanessa Hudgens. Mm -hmm. We went over her relationship with Zac Efron, Mm -hmm. which ended in 2010. So 10 years ago, some of these TikTokers weren't even alive then. Yep, true. Great. Uh, So we're going to take it to 2011. Okay. So, well, yeah. So High School Musical Darling Girl, I ended on with their story saying that she has been with Austin Butler since got it so she met him and they have been dating since so they nearly 10 years september 2011 the first indication that they were together was when they were seen leaving her home in los angeles and they were laughing and kissing over some milkshakes at bob's big boy okay groundbreaking i don't have a source today (laughs) because i want to sleep at night um an insider told people that it was actually a group of many people <laughs> and they weren't really doing anything that that was that was that romantic because I often kiss my friends over milkshakes. And I often like take a group of friends to Bob's Big Boy. I went on a weird dinner to Bob's Big Boy once. That's right. I sure did. It was very weird. <laughs> um. Anyways. So, in the beginning of 2012, Hudgens and Butler were spotted on a Disney double date with, guess guess who you said her name earlier? I did? <laughs> yes. 
Olivia Colman. No. <laughs> Danielle Pennebaker. <gasps> oh, And okay. her boyfriend at the time. So they were cute doing the Disney thing. Of course, Vanessa got her start with Disney. Also, Austin did. Austin was in every single Disney Channel show ever. Okay. I didn't do his background because I'm more interested in them now. But he was in like fucking all of them like every single one i looked on his imdb it was wild so he was on wizards of waverly place he was on yes actually he was on bam jam he was on Zandaya iCarly. Game. He, he was, was on, on you vanessa he was everything. on the and the he was in high Down. school musical oh, he, he was in it wow, so they he's... met on the set of high school musical in 2005 he, she just was with but she Zacharini. was with the more leading man Got one which there's there's a twist in austin's career coming up uh february 2012 they made their first red carpet appearance and that was when it was like the confirmation that they were together in the following month they were posed for photos at the premiere of her film journey to the mysterious island that's right she made money for that she sure damn in april they became coachella official which means i hate them gross one onlooker told people they held hands the entire afternoon they were extremely lovey-dovey which, if you were high on mushrooms in the middle of the desert, I'd be lovey-dovey too. That checks out. A few months later, they hit up Outside Lands in San Francisco, where another source reported they how totally in love the couple looked. Really into the music festivals, these guys. Totally in love. No one's ever looked at me like that. Um, she seems <laughs> to be having the time of her life. You can tell that she's really into music and felt good having her boyfriend by her side, a source told People. She would make cute little faces at him. And Ugh. he would just stare at her, Ugh. looking totally in love. Ugh. Next month, Hudgens and Butler took an Italian vacation, attending the Venice Film Festival. The Daily Mail reported that the couple made out like a couple of teenagers during the dinner uh, uh, at uh, City. Okay, Wait. calm down. During a dinner, the city. <laughs> I copy and pasted something wrong. The couple was still going strong in May of that year, following a trip to Vegas. A party-goer told People, the couple are very cute together. We get it. They're cute together. They like to travel. They were they seen like dancing a lot throughout the night. They were sipping on cocktails and being cuddly and affectionate and were spotted kissing nonstop throughout the evening. If I could tell... Okay. As like somebody who... I don't go to clubs anymore, but when I turned 21 and was living in Jacksonville, my friend Jacob and I would go to the Metro, okay. gay bar and club. Like, there's nothing cute going on in a club. Like, first of all, it's like people grinding who shan't not be. It's like men in their 50s buying drinks for men in their 20s. Mm -hmm. I accepted them. Mm -hmm. Not the men. The drinks. The drinks. Um, There was also this TV where you could text a number and it would show up. So if you wanted to, like, say, hey, the guy in the red shirt, I think you're really cute. Then he, it would be like okay. you could flirt with him, except I would just use that moment to like practice my stand up bit uh. and like things. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, not real. 2013, Looking December. Years into their relationship, Hudgens made it Instagram official. Years into their relationship, they made it Instagram official. Okay. Take note when she was dating Zach. Everything was public. So she did learn something from this Yeah, I would hope so. So she posted a group shot with 
the Hillsong Church Pals. Okay, Hillsong. Ooh. My mom and sister are like rolling their eyes right what? now. Like she's really close with like the Hillsong. Anyways, in the post she said, "We may be rowdy, but man, we have fun." They're all a Christian church band. You're not even drinking. Like, how are you having fun? You can't have fun without. They liquor. played Taboo after the show. They played Jenga and it was crazy. It they fell. Wild. The Jenga fell. Like, dude, it like fell over. Have you ever played Cranium? Oh my god. Oh my god, Cranium is wild. I got so fucking buzzed <laughs> off of Cranium. <laughs> I got pregnant after playing Cranium, <laughs> bitch. I had to get an abortion after playing Cranium. <laughs> How many abortions would you have had to have needed at this point in your life? Cranium-wise? No, just, like, if you were a woman. Ew. (laughs) None. You you couldn't have a child in this day and age, like, as a gay man in your 40s. Cranium (laughs) might make 24, real life zero. I love Cranium. (laughs) Cranium? I played so much Cranium as a kid. I just got really hot. Um... I would need no abortions because I'm a Christian. A Christian. I love Hillsong. You're a Christian woman. Let my Hillsong sing. <laughs> Remember my Randy Newman impression? Oh, no. Damn yourself away. She was a little more straightforward in the post that next <laughs> August when she wished Butler a happy birthday. In the caption, she gushed, Yesterday was the love of my life's birthday. Bitch, why are you not posting on his birthday then? Ooh, she messed Shade. up. Happy birthday to the man with the kindest heart, beautiful soul, crazy talent, and best looks I've ever seen. Hmm. Um, <laughs> he never stops inspiring me in every aspect of my life and always lifts those around him up higher. I thank God, lowercase, mm. so greatly for <laughs> blessing the world 23 years ago, creating Austin Butler. I okay, he's actually, he, they're actually our age. Don't, because this is I can't believe in, she disrespected This God was in 2013. Case. He was 23 in 2013. He's my age. Anyways. September 2014. Butler's mother, Lori, passes away following oh. her battle with breast cancer. Oh. Or battle with cancer, not breast cancer. It's just as cancer, sorry. Butler wrote, Lori Butler, my mom, my hero, my best friend passed away this morning. Let's all celebrate with love. I love you and miss you every day. And she added saying, I miss you already, mama. Hashtag rip Lori Butler. Hashtag celebrate Lori. Spread the oh, love. Oh, Lori. So cute. They like got to go. She was there for him in that experience. And then he actually gets to be there for her in a minute. Oh, no. August 2015, in an interview with Entertainment Tonight, she opens up about her four-year relationship with Butler. So they are at the point that we were at. Okay. It's important to put the uh, ooh, it's important to put the other person first, she says. If you're constantly looking for ways that can make them happy and they're constantly looking for ways to make you happy, then you kind of lift each other up as much as possible and you can't go wrong. No comment. <laughs> okay. A few days later or a few days earlier, Hudgens showed up for the first time on Butler's Instagram in a captionless post showing her in the sun. <laughs> In nature. In February 2016, just hours after revealing that her father had died of cancer, so her father, Hudgens was scheduled to perform in Greece live. Remember that? Yeah. She went on with the show saying her performance was in his honor, and he tweeted out his support for her saying, wow, singing, uh, when you sang worse things, it had me in tears. Just brilliant. That's so rough. Yeah, I know. 
it's just like right after each, each other but they were there for each other and that's good yeah that's uh, so sad it's Lose sad because like this that. is a podcast about breakups okay. um a couple of weeks later however the couple were in hot water over a visit to sedona where they were accused of carving their names and a heart into one of the red rocks which Hudgens oh. posted and then deleted on Instagram. An investigation was opened by the Red Rock Ranger District of the Coconino National Forest. Hudgens later paid a $1,000 fine for the incident. Yeah, you can't do that, guys. Did they say friends? No. Uh, later that month, Hudgens' best friend and fellow high school musical alum Ashley Tisdale gave support of the couple. They're still best friends? I mean. Okay. I mean, this is She her. backs them up? This is No, just support of them. Oh, those shouldn't have been together. There was no space. I see. I understand. Okay. She said, I mean, it's great because Austin was my best friend since way before they got together. She told people. So it's just nice to have your two best friends to be in a relationship. And no, it's not. This is in your third wheel. Ew. Yeah, she actually. If any of my friends started dating you, I would stab them. (laughs) Never. It would be like, ew. It needs to be a stranger that I don't know. Mackenzie and I are engaged. She's dun, dun, dun. She doesn't listen to this. No, she doesn't. She certainly does not. <laughs> I had a comment. I had lunch with her like last week and I was referencing something on this and I was like, all right, you don't listen to it. And she's like, I don't listen to any podcast. She's I'm like, like yeah, I don't have well, I that. guess you're, you know, consistent. Um, in 2017, Butler was in New Zealand filming T- MTV's The Shannara Chronicles. Oh, and I Hutch, know what that is, actually. I do too. It was, it was kind of edgy MTV, actually. It was a like fantasy book series yeah it was kind of a weird twist for the mtv i mean i think it was it ran for a little while um and she was not quiet about how she did not like their long distance relationship Uh. she posted a a photo of them kissing that said miss my guy hashtag long distance sucks because she's a job she opened up to people i mean but you know you don't have to talk about it that's like (laughs) saying like Oh, it'll be okay. It's it's needing attention, I think. Yeah, it's social media wise up. Yeah, I just don't seeking. think you need to have that. Um, just be like, love him. It, she also has had a hashtag um, Man Crush Monday. You can just say that. Yeah. She opened up to people about how they continued to make their relationship work despite the distance. Just communication. Communication is key, she said. I think that if anything's bothering you, don't hold it in. Always bring it up and just talk about it. Uncensor yourself and just be irpin. <laughs> December 2017. God, that was a bad December. Um, Since the pair have been together for so long, the rumors of an engagement have naturally followed. After posting a photo showing her new haircut, Hudgens' followers instead focused in on a ring on a finger. Oh. She later tweeted the photo and cleared the air. Gaim. <laughs> I'm not even gone. Gone. I passed it up here. Not to show off my ring. And I happened to throw on my finger after a long day of filming, but to show you of my haircut. Lol. So in, she just happened to put an engagement ring on? She's weird. In July, so it's, it's Vanessa Hudgens, guys. <laughs> in Shape Magazine. Um, in July 2018, Hudgens recapped some of her favorite Instagram photos for people. Ugh, I hate this world. <laughs> including one of the couples celebrating Butler's first Broadway show. The floor is blurry for some reason. I don't know how that happened, but our faces are in focus. 
Wow. And we're wow. standing on the stage. His first Broadway stage. I'm just so proud. Wow. Wow. Toward the end of the year, Hudgens gushed about her relationship with him. She's obsessed. Uh, during an interview with Entertainment Tonight, which is like the first legitimate source that's ever covered something, at the premiere of her film Second Act, which I don't know. I think that's one of those Netflix ones. I mean, this is what she says. I mean, my date nights usually don't consist of as many cameras and more clothes. Not breezing normally, she said. He's Jeez, a wonderful her, her sound bites are rough. He's a wonderful supporter though. I'm happy to have him here. I think it's so important to have a person who is your rock. Jeez, this is a lot of Vanessa too and not much of him. He doesn't care. On Valentine's Day this year, Hudgens shared a photo of her and Butler celebrating their relationship with a caption, seven years strong. Later that month, they attended the Vanity Fair Oscar party, wearing the red carpet, walking the red carpet together. 2019 of April. Wait, April of 2019. <laughs> the Coachella-loving couple oh. attended the festival together in the spring. Hudgens shared a photo of them enjoying... I already know what she's wearing. She's wearing, like, leathery strips and colorful dangling Frilly things. dangles. Yeah, I hate it. Um... So she posted a picture and she says, so obsessed with this pick from Chella. Ew. A Ew. couple that Chella's Ew. together apparently stays together. Ew. <laughs> July 2019. Ugh. Hudgens shared a rare kissing shot of her and Butler, because they don't like each other, <laughs> on her Instagram to mark International Kissing Day. Well, a day late, which is her theme. But International Happy Kissing Day, hashtag. Does she have his consent? I don't think she does. (laughs) Later that night, news broke that Butler will be playing Elvis Presley alongside Tom Hanks in the upcoming Baz Luhrmann Oh, I'm sorry. He's like an actor actor. He's been on Broadway. He's been making movies. And now he's in the new Baz movie. He is Elvis Presley in the the new Baz movie. Do you mind if I look up what he looks like on my phone real quick? He dyed his hair black recently to look like Elvis, but before he was blonde. And it's kind of shocking. Is there any weird spellings or it's just Austin Butler? Austin Butler. It's pretty normal. But anyways. Wow, I was not expecting that. Opposite Tom Hanks, which is the coolest thing you can ever do. Um, Ever the supportive girlfriend, Hudgens shared an article of the news with the caption, I am over the fucking moon. I can't wait. Hard eye, hard eye, hard eye, hard eye, hard eye, hard eye emoji. So proud of my honey. She also shared a clip from her performance as Rizzo in Grease Live, where her character made a reference to Elvis. Okay, it's not all about you, Vanessa. She's obsessed. Uh, Hudgens is also on hand for the premiere of Butler's film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which he was in. Oh. She shared photos of the couple before the debut of the movie in which Butler plays a member of the Manson clan. I didn't see it. Oh, so he was like in the Lena Dunham section. I don't see, I don't watch movies that are that long that are not Star Wars. Oh, I want to see it. Or Lord of the Rings. Um, But those are like real projects he's doing. I know he actually is kind of taking an efron route which yeah. was like be in kid things and then and establish then... yourself as an actor august of 2019 butler and hudgens also made an appearance at the unicef summer gala she shared a stunning sunset photo of the pair on of instagram course. and captured it you know it was a good night oh and this is the way it ended gross Who? but not before some pasta and rosé to watch the sunrise with i don't enjoy her her Me words either. i'm bullying vanessa hudgens if you can't tell <laughs> 
And when Butler's 28th birthday rolled around, Hudgens shared a sweet post of her partner. Happy birthday to my love, my other half, my constant inspiration and supporter. It's misspelled. (laughs) My best friend, my everything. At Austin Butler, 28 is going to be this emoji. Oh, you can't see. The everything's good emoji thrice. She captioned the pair... Uh, with a photo of them. Which, is he again, not posting anything? He posted one photo of them <sighs> in this time. September 2019. The following month, Hudgens curbed her relationship content somewhat. However, she did gush over Butler's Man About Town cover. Oh, it was a magazine cover. No. Oh. Um, yeah. After spending the holiday apart and not appearing together on social media in months. Yeah, that's about after all this. I mean, she's been popping off, and for that to just stop, he something's happening. Wow. Us Weekly reported the couple split on January fourteenth of that year. It's September. Oh no! Oh no! A source told the outlet. Vanessa and Austin are officially broken up, and Vanessa has been telling those close to her about the breakup. Although neither Hudgens nor Butler have confirmed the split, Yikes. she recently opened up about relationship difficulties in an interview with Cosmo UK. Jesus, stop it's talking. eight years this year. FaceTime, good communication, respect, and trust is what kept us going. She said about their often long distance romance The longest we've ever been apart was four months. It sucks. You start hating hearing yourself say, I miss you. But if it's your person, you make it work. Did they stay friends? No, he doesn't like her at all. He doesn't he doesn't even know what he doesn't know her middle name. He's like, who? He's like, he Oh, answers, we're together. He answers the phone when she calls and he's like, Hey, this is Boston. And she's like, Hey, it's it's Vanessa, your your girlfriend of eight years. And he's like, Who? Um what? Valerie? Oh, the girl who played Rizzo? <laughs> yikes. How not, did you get this number? Not to roast her, but yikes. That sounds very one sided. So cringy. It it gets worse. Oh no. Uh, a source at Ease News revealed that the breakup came down to scheduling conflicts and the long-distance issues, with Hudgens overseas filming Netflix's The Princess Switch 2 and Butler in production for Baz Luhrmann's S. Elvis Presley biopic. Oh, Those no. Can- okay, that would be like saying... <laughs> oh, no. So... <laughs> My husband just finished building a rocket that's going to send Obama to a new planet to rule it, and I just folded my sheets. <laughs> oh. oh no, poor thing. So this that happened, thing. and they struggled as a couple, clearly. Oh they no. both though they say they remained friendly. No, they did not. They're just shooting on different consonants, and it's a matter of distance, the insider said. There's no bad blood at all, and they have a lot of respect for each other. Oh my god, you know exactly what happened is he gave her some speech like, we're just moving in different directions. Because I'm going to be a And then he left, and she looked at her call sheet for the princess switch. You know, like, regardless of if the movie is good, he's going to get, like, huge buzz. If that movie flops, he's still made for his career. His career is still set. And she is doing the princess switch, the Netflix original movie, The Princess Switch 2. Oh, honey. 
although they are split for now, they're Oof. also going to see what happens. No, they're Another not. source told the outlet. The insider continued, they have such a history and deep connection. They could find their way back to one another, mm-hmm. said Vanessa's mom, probably. All these sources are from Vanessa. They reached out to his reps and they just all said no comment. In a later interview with Women's Health. Great. Great, 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 great. Great. Hudgens called Butler her best friend. Mm-hmm. He inspires me more than anyone, she said. We both respect, trust, and admire each other. It's so solid now because I feel as strong as an independent woman. Oh, my God. I am very self-reliant. But it's nice to have a best friend you can share victories with as well as all of my losses. Oh, my God. You know. And that is the story of Vanessa Hudgens and Austin 100, without a shadow of a doubt, 100%, she asked Ashley Tisdale to send him all those articles. She was like, hey, Ash, I just did something in women's health. Do you mind... Do you mind sending it to Austin? And Ashley was like, ooh. I can't. I don't think so. I don't want to do that. So initial feelings about if they were actually a couple or not for eight years. (laughs) Nine years, really. But technically, they were separated at the beginning of January, didn't announce it until the end. Do you think there's a possibility that the whole thing was just a straight up publicity stunt? Because when he was, like, when they first... It was with Zac Efron and her. When they, She's the publicity girlfriend. When they first got together, he was just a Disney boy, and having his name in the press was helpful, and then now it, he doesn't need it. But do you think it's a possibility that it was all just a stunt? I think that she is a placeholder girlfriend for oh, gay God, boys. It makes me so sad. <laughs> I think that... He looks a little gay. I think that she is a beard, a professional beard. Mm-hmm. Disney beard. And it does make me sad, but also she's here for it. I mean, she leaned into it she, so hard. She was in Glamour UK, Women's Health. Shape Up. Shape Up magazine. Upside Down Magazine. She Vanessa was in Says Daily. No, my partner doesn't respect me weekly. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, okay. Maybe they had a lovely relationship, but yikes. It made me so uncomfortable. And, you know, we have heard from multiple people the Zac Efron situation and the beard situation. And looking at Austin, just looking at his face, I feel like it fits the same formula. The thing is, is I don't think either of them will ever come out. No. Oh, Zac will never. They're super closeted. No, 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 no. Like, they're, like, getting more dick than Olivia Coleman in 1500s. <laughs> <laughs> but... They'll never, like, be in a relationship with somebody, which makes me sad. I because, actually... Because, like, you you are a teenage girl heartthrob for, like, a minute, and you can never be gay yeah. now. No. I can be... Both. I actually think my guess is that Zach is probably... Well... Which... I was going to say my guess is that Zach is probably bi, and so he just publicizes the side that he thinks helps his career. I think that it's unfortunate that you can only prosper from aspects of your relationship where people would want to fuck you. So I like know. The silly thing is that if Zach stupid. Efron came out, his, like he would get a he, ton of good press. He would be with Zachary Quinto. They'd be fine. Yeah, he would still get a ton of work. Anyway... But this seems, oh, that was really, that hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings. And I knew Vanessa. I had to do it. Vanessa, why? Vanessa, they don't love you. I'm sorry. I have like, to look up his Instagram. She 
she posts every single day about him and he posted one Once. photo about them in eight years. Eight. Oh, he's the first Austin that comes up. Yeah, he's doing okay. If he's before the city of Texas. Oh, this is a very curated Instagram. Oh, yeah. He has an agent, I think, that does it. Oh, my God. He's so gay. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so gay. He, he like, has been, he's posted pictures of, like, iconic people in Hollywood. And it's just, like, all the, it's, like, all the gay ones. He looks like Sean Mendez to me. You don't post this if you're a straight man. Sorry. Sorry, slander, slander. Come out on your own time. Uh, it's up to you how you identify. Yeah, we're not et cetera, trying to out you, but also... Caveat, you caveat. Have... Oh my god, this picture of Brad Pitt he posted, he is he is a queer boy. Which is fine. And you know what? You can be queer and be bi and have uh, lady relationships. Yeah. But I'm when, sorry. When I'm backpedaling because Instagram, I feel bad, but this is a gay But boy. when half of your Instagram is shirtless older men. <laughs> it's shirtless and none queer of your icons. girlfriend. It's yeah. it's David Bowie and Yikes. And shirtless Brad Pitt and oh my gosh. This yeah. is wild. So you know, to 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 end on that. Sorry, that took me. That was rough, but wow. I it was it was a story that needed to be covered. Wow, Vanessa's given us a lot of good content, and though. I feel like I'm she's sorry, gonna just girl. keep dating these closeted boys, and we're gonna have material for the rest of time. And then in like five years, she's gonna date Saint Vincent, <laughs> <laughs> Gary Brownstein, Saint Vincent, and Vanessa Hudgens are in a triad. <laughs> Taylor Swift is on prep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Taylor Swift's on prep? <laughs> oh yeah, Taylor Swift's on um oh, wow. thank you guys for joining us sorry if we if you like vanessa hudgens i like vanessa hudgens listen that <laughs> awful christmas movie gave me such entertainment i don't pleasure. think she's a terrible actor she just has um, questionable choices in life and in acting i wouldn't say that but <laughs> but i think she brings joy to my life in certain ways it's almost like the I respect way her that like that. The Property Brothers bring joy to my life. I just want her to stop dating these closeted queer boys and just keep wearing those amazing coats from that Christmas So movie. many coats, girl. Just wear you your You know coats. what will never stop embracing you and hugging you and being there for you? A coat. A nice camel coat. But a man will leave you. Is but it called the coat, camel? The coat will only leave you for the amount of time it takes to get dry cleaned. Yeah, that's all, honey. And you get it back. Wow. Well, we've been on a journey back from the 1500s until even sooner even before that 2005 Baz Luhrmann in an Elvis biopic I like that a lot I'm going to watch it it's gonna be so long he's gonna do so many drugs <laughs> wow well thank you so much for joining us this has been another installment of best exes and <laughs> I just got really formal because I want some water so I'm trying to hi. wrap up and this is best exes um if you want to say hi to us online find us on Instagram at best Texas pod. You can email us at best pod at gmail.com or and just go to best pod.com and find all the information. And we would really love if you went and threw us a review. You know what? I'm going to go farther and I'm going to say, you better fucking give us a review <gasps> right now. Or he you is better, going to chop off your one ball. You better, or I'm going to, you better, or I'm going to tell the European court that you didn't, that your annulment was He is going to find a horse and have them fucking kick you. 
Oh my god. No, I would never make someone impotent, but I will tell the court that you're impotent. Ooh. You so give us a review right now. It's not a violent offense. It is just a It's just blackmail. It's just straight blackmail. blackmail. So Gabe's gonna blackmail you if you don't do it. I just wanna let I just wanna know what you guys think. Like genuinely. Oh yeah, like, that's a nicer way to say it. When you've that. been doing this for like thirty six episodes and you don't know like, I just want to know if this is successful, if you like this aspect, if you don't, if you want me to shut the hell up. Like, I just want to know, and then Gabe can just do it by himself. <laughs> oh, God, how sad. <laughs> if you want me to bring in a guy that I have dated ever so often as a special guest just to see how weird it would be, let me know. I kind of like that idea, even though I hate that idea, and it would be very toxic. It would be so toxic. I would get some But, yeah, though. you don't have to give us a good review. Just give us a review, or else... <laughs> or else (laughs) all right guys with that thank you we'll see you next monday for your commute to the job you hate love you you.